It's shocking how many people are not using this time to educate themselves, to invest in themselves, to like they're stuck in panic mode. Especially now your community needs to hear from you to know that you're still around and that your doors might be closed, but your plans to come back. People need belief right now. People need hope and optimism yeah, right yeah. now. Times of chaos like this, this is a chance mm -hmm. for leaders to really make their mark and stand up and be heard, mm -hmm. provide a, a valuable voice to people mm -hmm. to serve and also massively build their brand. Because that's what people need to hear right now. I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, oh, I believe in this dream I've been dreaming, oh, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, I'm dreaming, oh, I believe in this dream I've been dreaming, oh. Welcome to rainy Melbourne Saturday morning. It's, it's, it's all about to happen again. We, we get, we get, you know, just woke up, kind of tired, Dr. Tess, but by the end of this, she's going to be on yeah. fire. Freaking out, yeah, yeah, yeah. having a great yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. Always. <laughs> How things? How things are. Things? Uh, fellow, fellow introvert, how's isolation? Yeah, it's super easy. This is. It feels almost like nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apart from, uh, apart from, I'm not uh, speaking and traveling, right? So usually once or twice a month, I'm out somewhere. Uh, so that's yeah. not happening, but that's fine. Um, yeah. And then Saturdays we usually go out that's i plan something for my wife of new restaurant yeah. and street festival or something uh mm. so we're staying indoors and making the best of it but apart from that day to day yeah. nothing it's, this is normal this is normal life this is great <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty productive uh it's everybody wants to do instagram lives everybody's at home doing it like this is an, this is an yeah. amazing world i like it I was actually thinking this morning, I was wondering about Toronto Dance Arts and how, how they're going and now they aren't running online classes. TDS is hurting hard. Um, mm. Yeah, that business you can't, is, is not very social isolation, 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 <laughs> isolation, social isolation. Who just woke up uh, friendly? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll see we're, I, but that's it's still just making the most of it so alex yeah, yeah. mostly run that business is now um working on filming videos um is working recruiting new instructors it's like we're, we want to come back stronger than before yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so you've got this time now you're not teaching classes you're not handling yeah. emails from students and yeah let's let's build 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 i saw i saw a friend of mine post in posting in face on Facebook a photo of her daughter doing a ballet class. It's amazing to me what businesses are using at the moment, how they're getting creative and innovating and or you know being in hibernation and preparing for for the comeback. There, yeah. There's some things that we can do. Mm. Um but most of what we teach is mm. is a couple's dance. Yeah. And most of the couples who come are not couples. They're singles. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right yeah, like 80 yeah. percent of yeah. the school are single people so there's yeah. no one to practice with at their home so we've been alex has been doing some things live streams and do some yeah, dance yeah. by yourself moves but it's not really what it's not like like a fitness class or something you can you're just by yeah, yourself right. doing exercise and activities mm -hmm. so it doesn't translate mm -hmm. super well to an online yeah. class um yeah. but it's fine it's actually yeah. great it's like 
TDS is maybe one of the worst hit. Like we had to close down our business and we can't really do anything else except prepare for when we come out. And my business is, meh, it's kind of normal, just going. I mean, sponsors are coming in, ad rates are down. I mean, I guess financially it's a hit, but in terms of day to day, it's the same old. Mm, Same, yeah, structuring yourself the same way. yeah, I mean, I, I wonder, you know, with the clientele that you've got or the following that you've got with those early stage entrepreneurs and startups, um, you know, how are you, what's the message that you're getting from your followers? How are they coping? Um, a mix. What's interesting yeah. to see is that thought leadership content is down. Really? Yeah. Actually, can I share a screen on this? Really? I'm just working on this right now. Yeah. Okay. What is it showing me? So this is showing you some of the, the biggest thought leadership channels on YouTube. And mm-hmm. the green means they've grown over mm-hmm. the past 30 days. And the red mm-hmm. means they're below their average. Wow. And by some up to 200%. The worst is 200%. But almost yeah, everybody, yeah. and these are big channels. These are big name people um, yeah. are, are down. Most mm-hmm. people are down. So yeah, YouTube is way up. Like YouTube is yeah. so up that they had to throttle access. So a lot of the videos that are going out, you can't watch in super high uh, H- HD, high definition. Oh yeah, yep. They throttle down the quality going out because everybody's at home on, on YouTube trying yep. to watch videos, but they're not, yep. they're not watching educational videos. They're watching entertainment yeah. and they're watching mm-hmm. news, mm-hmm. Which, which totally shocked me. I got my team, like it's happening, get ready team. We're gonna see this big b- bump. And we've been focusing on Corona content, so now we're seeing the bump. Mm. But um, it's shocking how many people are not using this time to educate themselves, to invest in themselves, to like they're stuck in panic mode. He said, "Yes, what did I? What am I seeing from my followers? A lot of panic mode. Like it's one thing to be informed and to check on what's happening and know what's happening yep. in your city or your country, but checking the death count twenty times a day." you know, in your country. That's the anxiety it's, producing. It's, it's not, it's more anxiety. It's not productive. It's not allowing you to, to be in a, in a positive mm. state. And so um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to encourage people to, to be the leader. Like this becomes a choice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a transition phase. I think, I think that we're still in the transition phase. So if you think of, you know, you think of something like a bushfire. So Australia's recently had a lot of bushfires. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, during the bushfire, people are really focused on the emergency mm-hmm. and it's after the bushfire that they get, once the fire is out they can get productive and proactive. And I think at the moment people are still in bushfire zone. They're still in that emergency mode. And, and, you know, we've had changing, changing times, you know, shifting sands, things moving so fast and so frighteningly fast that people haven't had time to catch their breath. And I think, I think we will hit a stage possibly soon where that level of emergency mode starts to settle down and some people will get bored with watching Netflix all day and some people will, will really move into the, okay, what can I do next that's going to actually serve me longer term? And when I'm telling people, especially business owners, I'm telling people you've got to stay visible. Now's the time to double down on being visible. You know, your business needs to be visible online. Even if you're, even if your doors are closed, you're, community needs to be reassured that you're still there and you're coming back you know it's really important right now because that actually helps the community feel a bit more anchored 
that mm-hmm. the things that they know and love in their community are still there and that they, they're just they're just on hold and they're coming like TDS you know they're coming back um, I mean obviously we don't all know if we're coming if, if our businesses can bounce back but if we at least can let our community know that we're pushing for that and we're aiming for that then it's something positive it's a positive thing but yeah but people are still in panic mode I'm seeing it here too and within my uh, profession too you know a lot of panic a lot of fear a lot of worry about going out of business and um, and get of course getting unwell fear of getting unwell so the thing that's going through my head right this is good this could lead to a good conversation so um <laughs> as opposed to our normal conversations you yeah know. right which suck <laughs> right? <laughs> so you're so rude <laughs> It's all love, Tess. It's all love. Uh, I know. I think in times of chaos like this, this is a chance for leaders to really make their mark and stand up and be heard and 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 provide a, a valuable voice to people to serve and also massively build their brand. I don't know. I mean, I think about Giuliani in in New York when the Twin Towers fell and how then he became the guy who was all he was the leadership guy as of how he handled that crisis and um, our premier here in Ontario a lot of people didn't like him but they're praising him for how he's handling the situation Mm -hmm. right now right so it's Mm -hmm. um, you know whatever reports coming out Absolutely. You look at you look at Jacinda Ardern, the Prime Minister of New Zealand. I was going to say Prime Minister of Australia. That would be wishful thinking. Uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand. You know, she has doubled down on her communication with her community to the point that she's now doing, I think, daily Facebook live streams, right up close and personal, being very, very human, just being a really nice person, talking mm. really calmly and normally so no politics speak no spin just a normal conversation um and people are just so grateful that she is just being a human face of calm and steadiness during this and and that's what leaders need is they need to be the ones that aren't buying into panic especially if we're talking about you know in business and entrepreneurship not buying into the panic of financial stuff and being that calm steady voice because that's what people need to hear right now. They need to hear, well, it's a little, you know, when you're on a plane and you hit turbulence, the first thing I do is I look at the flight crew. Do they look worried? No, then I'm not going to be worried. That's a good either. hack. That's a good hack. Okay. So <laughs> let me, let me, let me, I think here's where I want to, where I think it could be really interesting. Um, I think what I have done for myself has gotten to the point where it's so crazy that then it served me incredibly well, but it, it actually creates a disconnect to being that leader a lot of times mm-hmm. because there's, there's very little vulnerability around that stuff. So I see what we're going through now. I look at my business. My business is down. My TDS business is closed. I mean, uh, it's not going to go under, but, but it's, it's massively it's struggling. It's hard. Uh, it's hard for Alex, who's now trying to stay just calm and organized and still on his routine and all of our students who aren't, you know, in class and um, already, why do people go to our school? Cause it was about belonging. That's what we built the whole brand around. Here's a place you can come where you belong. And now they've, you know, got nowhere. Um, I see all of this and I still default to this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. It's how well, I, I it's how I handle problems, right? This is yeah, the I best. Let's go. We're gonna solve it. And so it, but mm. it leads to very little empathy for problems. It's not mm. uh, disrespect. Like I understand that you feel this way mm. and, and it's hurting, but I don't feel. Mm. Mm. Right. And so I, look, my first, my first thought when I was thinking of TDS this morning, my first thought was, well, here's an opportunity for TDS to go global, you know, run a suite of programs online, run a suite of this, that, and the other online, you know, and I think that that's, that's the opportunity that all businesses are faced right now is that depending on what their business is, of course, but generally speaking, there is an opportunity to utilize the technologies that we have, bring people together from all corners of the world, because that's what we're seeing. That's what people are doing. They're sitting on a Friday night on Zoom, having a drink of wine together from wherever they happen to be. I had Friday night drinks last night with my team in Tasmania and I'm here mm. in Melbourne. Um, you know, and I think there, I'm agreeing with you. There are opportunities to, to innovate and to find new ways of connecting with community and finding new ways to do what we do. And where I'm excited is to see what of that innovation continues beyond all of this, like what we hold on to that we didn't used to do. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited by that. I'm excited by what, what will become hopefully for the better. Okay, so, here, so here's my question, because I, I, I agree. Yeah. My question slash problem slash opportunity is mm -hmm. that idea of being able to be the leader in a tough time. Yeah. I struggle with being the leader of something like this because I'm just so weird duck on this stuff. There's some things that I can deeply connect to. If we're talking about mm -hmm. introvert, introversion and anxiety and like fear of disappointing people, I can lean all the way in and be there, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. some, a difficult challenge uh, you know, I mean, my parents are, are in their seventies and you know, there's, I want them to be safe. My sister's yes. pregnant and like do any day and you know, do you go to the hospital or not? But all of this stuff is just like, bring it, let's go. Hard times. It's not, it, it just, it rolls off. It actually becomes part of my personality. I love it, but that doesn't, that's not a, that's not an empathetic caring uh mm. leader and so i struggle in a time like this to actually I, I i thrive for my business but i struggle on the leadership side to be a, yeah, yeah. a voice which i think I, yeah. I could do better and i'm i'm just wrap yeah. wrap trying to wrap my head around this so mark drager for example but i think friend well, yes yeah, sorry yeah. i was talking so, to mark yesterday but go <laughs> he, he wanted me to make an ad um talking about the book right and say like Hey, it's tough times right now. This book is made for tough times and like going on this message. And I know you're feeling anxious and, and sad and uncertain. And, and this whole, he deals with, he feels it. He's, he's writing to me. He's like, Hey, I know you've been, I, are you okay? I'm like, dude, I'm fine. I'm crushing it. What are you worried about? He's such a worrier that he can lean in. So the script he gave me is like, I can't, I can't say this. I can't even say anything close to this because it doesn't, it doesn't connect with me. I can't lead with worry and anxiety and uncertainty in these times because I'm not, I'm not super feeling it. Yeah, Even yeah. though the results of what I'm going through is probably pretty similar for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. What do you and, and, look, and well, I think maybe that's the vulnerability. Like maybe that is the point. And for, for, because every business person I have spoken to recently 
uh, is speaking from a place of, um, let's be plain, nobody is excited by the fact that people are ill and people are dying. Like nobody, mm-hmm. nobody is, is, is feeling anything other than horror at all of that. But all of the business people that I'm speaking to recently are embracing the idea of change and they're struggling with that. So they're, str- they're a bit like you, but you've got it ramped up to 11. You know, they're struggling with this idea of how, how can I be excited by the opportunities that I could maximise right now? And we're not talking profiteering. We're not talking selling toilet paper for $10 a roll. We're talking about opportunities to innovate and opportunities for, for new directions for growth and opportunities for new ways of doing things. And so a lot of people are actually feeling guilty around how can I possibly feel excited by that side of things when all this other stuff is happening? And maybe that's your, your niche of talking to that, talking to, look, I, I feel just, I feel the same. I, I don't, you don't feel the, the, the guilt so much, but you feel that everyone else feels this. How come I'm feeling that? Or, well, I am feeling that, not even necessarily the how come everyone else is focused on the, on the illness and the death rate and all of this stuff on focus on the growth and the, and the opportunity. And you know, we're all unusual. Entrepreneurs are unusual. We take risk more than anybody else ever does in a business sense. You know, we, we, we're not, we're not challenge averse. And so faced with something like this, it stirs all that in us. It stirs all that. This is an interesting time. It's an interesting time to be alive. It's an interesting time to innovate. Anything else about that? So the so the message is then, don't don't go be the leader. Just keep doing you. you are, like, okay. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's it's not so much don't be the leader. I think it's acknowledging that that's the vulnerability is that you're feeling like you don't have a voice in this because you're not feeling all doom and gloom and sad and worried. You're feeling like you can't be a leader when in actual fact you can be a leader and you can you can give a voice to the fact that you don't have to be focused on coronavirus all the time. It doesn't make you a bad person. I don't feel like a bad person though. I'm not saying you, I'm saying that's the message. Yeah, but it, I have to feel the message, right? This is my problem. Mm. If I feel the message, mm. I will be all in and deliver it with fire and gusto. And But if it's just a message for them and I'm not feeling it myself, then... I don't don't want to do it. It's not, it's not like, forget it. It's somebody else's message. I mean, what we're doing on the YouTube side is where we've ramped up our production Mm. of videos that are almost only focused on Corona right now, but, but Mm. solutions and hope and how people are dealing with it. And only the positive, Mm. there's enough negative, enough negative online. Mm. Uh, Mm. And I and my team are, are being the voice in that sense of, here's some positive things that you can do and, mm. and hope that we're sharing from different people. Um, so that in that sense, we've stepped up, but mm. in terms of being at the front, I don't know, I guess, I guess I felt like it's just not my fight, but I question like, should it be? I think if we go back to your ideal, your ideal follower, we've talked about this before, you know, you, you really resonate with the young startup, like the 19 year old version of you. Mm-hmm. Like what would the, what would the, what would be the circumstances of the 19 year old version of you in this current climate? Like how would you as an, as your actual 19 year old self be dealing with this situation right now? What impact would it have on that? Evan, I was thinking about this right this morning. 
because I was, the 19-year-old me was living by myself. I was an actor and a waitress. So I would have been out of work, no money, mm-hmm. um, and struggling to pay my rent and I, isolated by myself. You know, so I've really thought about, started thinking about this. How, how would this have impacted me? How would this have impacted my dreams to pursue, you know, the goals I had at the time? Uh, and maybe tapping into that for you is where you might feel it. Is that younger version of you that's been through difficult times and plant that person into this situation? Because that's who you like to talk to. They're, those young entrepreneurs, those young startups. Yeah, I think it's, I think the, the part of me that I connect to the most is the part that I'm still struggling with just on a bigger mm. scale. 19 year old Evan was pretty isolated anyway. I had, I had some friends, mm. but it wasn't like I was hanging out every day with my, with my friends. Mm. I, I woke up, I went to my business partner's apartment and I worked at his dining room table and mm-hmm. the whole day and I ate lunch with my bean salad that I made myself, like ate through lunch and then it got dark and I went home. Like that was every day, weekends. And you, wouldn't, and you wouldn't be able to do that. Um, you wouldn't be I, able to go there in this situation. You wouldn't have been able to go there. I guess, but it was also, we have like, if I'm now, maybe I don't even go. I mean, we didn't have Skype and Zoom and this mm-hmm. is 20 years ago right? Mm-hmm. You had to physically go. So I don't know how hard it, like that part is, is hard to connect with the, like, I can't, if you took Nina away from me right now, that would be a struggle. Yeah. But yeah. as long as I've got Nina and you know, we got our dogs, like, nah, I could talk to Tess through zoom, <laughs> you know, like, so 19 uh, year old Evan with, with modern day, you know, technology, how would you have felt about your capacity to chase down your dreams though? I was never the like, now it's over because of blaming some mm. circumstance, right? Because, mm. because of the coronavirus or because mm. of the government mm. or because of X, Y, Z, right? Even, even now, like Mark is, Mark sent me this um, link to Facebook. Facebook has a program where you can do loans or, or grants, they're giving out mm. grants to small yep. businesses that market yep. themselves on Facebook. He's like, TDS should yep. apply for this. Like, I don't want to apply for yep. this. I want to build a model where we, we can spend a million dollars on Facebook ads and get a return, right? Like, yep. give the grants to somebody else. It's never been a, a this person's fault mm. or this situation's fault. It wasn't the extreme ownership that it is now. And it, mm. and it wasn't the this is the best and I'm going to go and crush this thing. It is my chance to show myself. It wasn't that, but it also wasn't living in, you know, blaming other people. I was worried that I was too young. I was worried that I wasn't good enough. I was worried that it was, it wasn't going to work. I was worried that I, you know, I sucked because I was putting in all this time and it wasn't working out. Mm. Um, But it was still mostly just working from a laptop at a, at a dining room table. Yeah. Day in, day out still do from anywhere of course yeah yeah so you know I mean I think the fact that you're you're you're, you've still got that that sort of overdriven that overdrive optimism overdrive you know that you've always had um is a protective factor for you I guess you know TDS will do what it's you know will come through this in one way or another because you'll be you'll make it so uh and so will Alex um 
and I think the fact that a lot of people don't have that natural optimism. I'm a bit like you. I'm fairly. I'm, I'm prone to optimism rather than pessimism. That's my default mode. Um, but a lot of people aren't like that. And I think that the people that aren't sort of need to find some way of, of tapping into that, um, tapping into hope, I guess. And so what you're doing with the YouTube channel is certainly, you know, hoping to provide some of that. But I, I, I think there's a lot to be said for normalising your experience of this and being okay with talking about that, being okay with um, being okay with being okay. Um. I, and I am like, I've gone live every day. I'm okay with being okay. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not sitting here thinking it's more from an mm. opportunistic perspective. Like, is there a way mm. people need belief right now? People need hope and optimism yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. But I, I feel like people are so low mm. on the, on the scale of optimism that like, they don't want to hear me because <laughs> i'm gonna give them a push but people aren't ready for a put people need a hug more than a push right now i think and once they've gotten to a base level they can start to push again i'm more in the push mm. camp than the hug camp um i'm not beating myself up over it i'm just looking hey is there as you were talking as we started the show like is there an opportunity like should i be doing more because there's well, I, th some... I think you're, I think you I think you're actually making some assumptions that people okay, don't want to hear. I think you're assuming that people don't want to hear and I think that's you know some people won't want to hear that but some people definitely need to hear that. Some people need a push. Some people know that they're they're right on the, the edge of doing something amazing but they're just not sure whether they should do that or not. Some people need that push. And I think you can't make an assumption that everybody doesn't want to hear that or that nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, for sure. It's not nobody. It's more like when I, when I prefaced it with, you know, Giuliani was the leader coming out of the world trade center mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that it's a, it's a, it's such a moment that happened. Yeah. That's so rare. And like, this is, this is a worldwide event. That's pretty rare mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. there will be, a chance for leaders, a leader or multiple leaders to just like the New Zealand woman, she's going to come out of this now, uh, having probably a lot, feel a lot more purposeful in her own heart, but also having a lot more support, a lot more ability to make an impact that she wants and, and building her own, um, movement up from this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what's going through my head is can I use, this is a chance to help people and 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 it's always yes but is it but it's but it's not a big mm. yes it's not a giant yes it's not mm. like a it's not the new zealand prime minister yes right which is it which is need to be a big yes it doesn't no, need to be that big i'm not saying mm. it has to i'm i'm just raising the question like could it be and right from the answer is like no, I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm always happy to push. I will push. I will listen, but I, uh, I'm not, I'm not the, the hug. Like I look at Mark's copy and what he wants me to write. It's to say, he's like, this is ridiculous. And he's like, but that's what people are feeling right now. It's like, I get it, but I can't, mm. I'm not going to say something that doesn't feel right. Yeah. So I look at, I look at your Instagram stories and I'm looking for, your take on things. I'm looking for how, how your day is going in light of this. And I'm looking for, you know, what's different about, about 
your world mm. and and it's not it's visually and it's the same world that <laughs> it's the same world but but um i just think there is an opportunity to maybe even just just say that not be so obvious yeah 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 like and it i don't know like I don't know what spin you what spin you'd put on it or what take you'd have, but I think this this um, like acknowledging that the world is different for everybody else, and then for some people it's not. For people who are introverts and who who work from home already, like I work from home already, um, really the only thing that's different for me is that my husband's here all the time, and uh, you know, so so for some of us it's not, it, it's almost business as usual except for going outside. I guess it feels kind of like, like who does that actually serve? It feels callous. I, I don't, yeah. And I don't want it to feel or sound callous because it, it's not callous. It's connecting with people who are sort of a little bit, I guess this little bit discombobulated because hang on, there's, there's all this chaos going on around us in the world. And yet our day-to-day functioning actually hasn't changed that much. So all this time that we are supposedly now going to have on our hands, we haven't got that time on our hands because we were already working efficiently within this sort of work from home environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think there's room for some connection there. There's room for some communication around that. And okay, let's, this is, this is our, this is our normal. It's not even our new normal. This is already our normal in terms of our day-to-day functioning overall don't let that slip don't let that don't let that um stop you from chasing what what it is that you're chasing whatever it is that you want to pursue and i don't mean you personally i mean yeah the people that you're talking to yeah i guess i struggle with the connection i think the balance i think i think the advice should be like start consuming education if you look at that chart that i showed you and it's all red and few very few channels are growing you're at home what are you doing you're watching the news and you're watching entertainment this is your yeah. chance to start learning and educating, getting better and work on the yeah. skill that you, and I can say that that's fine. And, and I have been saying that. And that's why I even made this graph before I didn't make this for you. I was making it for <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> content that I'm working on. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's my message right now. Like you need mm. to be working on yourself and, and consuming these channels mm. and learning instead of just escaping and leading to more anxiety. I'm totally comfortable saying that. Mm. Um, it's the connection point though is what is oh look at me i'm my life is normal so yours can be too let's go because not much has changed and even though the the negative stuff that's happened negativity doesn't stick on me very well and so it can't be Hmm. negativity and complaining and and that kind of anxiety um like worrying Hmm. is not a good connection point because I'm so no. weird on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think the connection point for you is connecting with other people like you. Okay. And they might be, wow. and they might be. For and this might is be pretty a... strange. Yeah, we're strange. <laughs> Entrepreneurs are strange. Most people, like you say, most people photocopy their life. Entrepreneurs are not the norm, but there's a lot of us. But, you know, so I think that connecting with people like yourself who are, still doing all the things that they were doing before and there's this chaos going on outside and we're already inside our, our normal. I think, I think the callous thing, 
where it can be callous is when we're bashing people over the head with a stick. Like, we don't need to do that. You know, we can encourage people to pursue their goals. We can encourage, encourage people to innovate. I'm talking all the time about innovation and I'm, in, uh, I'm applauding the businesses, the small businesses that I'm seeing innovate. Like it excites me, no end, to see what some of the small businesses are doing. But, you know, and I think that's the connection. Like no one's judging them for putting their content out there still and, and keeping their visual presence going online. So I think that there's still this tendency to be fearful of being judged if we look like we're doing business as usual. But we are. And I think it's okay to acknowledge that. It's okay to acknowledge that for some of us, this is still business as usual. We just can't go outside and we're worried about or we're, we're concerned for people who are affected by the virus. But, you know, I think finding that connection with those people who, like, you would have just, you would have adapted. 19-year-old Evan would have adapted. Yeah. And so you've got a tribe of young, young entrepreneurs who follow you who are adapting. They're the ones you want to connect with right now. You want to celebrate them. Okay. Let the let the let that one simmer. Not quite sure where it like goes, the, but it's like the opposite of the crap challenge. It's like a celebration challenge. This is like you know who's innovating. How tell me how you're innovating in your entrepreneurship journey in this current climate. Mm-hmm. How are you doing things the same and just ramping it up, or doing things differently and in a, and and uniquely? How are you doing things in ways that you'd never thought you would do? So, so Dr. Yeah, like, Tess like, gives us the crap challenge and then the total opposite spectrum. The <laughs> celebration challenge. I like it. I, okay. Yeah. So, so like then that. what would you think would be uh, a, a, a crisis moment or, oppor- or opportunity that that would position me well for stepping up and say this this needs to be my time to step and be at the front i think step into the vulnerability that you of finding that connection find you find you are finding it hard to find the connection the point where you're connecting with people at the moment because you're it's like water off a duck's back to you at the moment it's all business as usual and it's all you know this is the best and all that sort of stuff but I think, I think really trying to empathise, find the empathy with those younger entrepreneurs or those startups who are doing, you know, frontline battle with their own fears of, of not being able to achieve their goals. But they're trying damn hard anyway and they're innovating and they're doing things differently and they're doubling down and they're, you know, they're working hard. So if we, if we stepped hard. outside of COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. I connect super well on the, on the introvert and the um, disappointing people. Mm. Right. Mm. I mean, I've been leading with that a lot. I talk about it in a lot of my interviews now. Um, mm. it, it was never to the, to the doctor test crap challenge that we had. It wasn't the fear of sharing it. It was more the searching to find it. Like yeah. what is the whole point of the crap challenge was to share things that suck in my life that made me feel bad or whatever. Um, but it wasn't the vulnerability of sharing it. It was more like, I don't know, it's raining, this sucks. But like, this is what I can actually connect with mm-hmm. and share. 
So being introverted, being afraid of disappointing people, especially disappointing people, that is a universal, there aren't that many people who can't connect to that message. And on the introverted side, there's a ton of people who are, that's half the population, yeah. you know, at least. So I guess how I'm thinking about this mm-hmm. is how do I, or what opportunities am I looking for? I haven't thought about it till this moment right now. Yeah. So just like this is a great opportunity for the prime minister of New Zealand, what's an opportunity outside of COVID that I should be constantly looking for where people who are like me are struggling, are suffering, not just an ongoing day-to-day thing, but, but on, a, on a potentially bigger scale. Yeah. I think, I think connecting with the people who are overcoming their innate tendencies to withdraw. So, you know, most introverts, are, we're in pullback mode, you know, most of the time. Yeah, most introverts are, we're not going to be pushing it. It's not our natural inclination to push ourselves forwards, but somehow those of us who are entrepreneurs and introverts manage to overcome the, the pullback mode. We somehow find, manage to find a way to push forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think connecting with that, like that's a huge thing to be able to overcome as an introvert. Um, I was talking to Mark yesterday about, you know, how for it, it's a big value of mine to feel connected to, you know, to have relationships with people. It's why I'm such a big supporter of local small business because I want to feel like I know them and they know me, right? So mm-hmm. I love that connection, that actual connection. And same with my online connections. It's really important to me to feel like I have a relationship with people. Um, and, and, you know, as a kid, I was always the new kid. You know, I, moved, I was moved around a lot as a child and I was always the new kid in school. So nobody ever knew me. So it's sort of like I had the, the, um, the introverted tendencies plus nobody knew who I was anyway, you know. So I was always in, well, I might as well shrink back even more kind of mode. I wasn't shy, but I was, yeah, I was always on the wrong foot. And, you know, so I think at what point, you know, at what point did I feel it was okay to become an actor? You know, at what point did I feel that it was okay to be outspoken? Um, you know, I can't pinpoint that, but the fact that I did is something that I celebrate in myself. And I think that that's something you can tap into as a fellow introvert and entrepreneur. It is a massive thing that we do to overcome that pullback mode. And now's the time to double down on overcoming that. Now's the time to double down on tapping into whatever it was that we draw on or whatever it is that we draw on to overcome that and push forward. Now it's not the time to go all shy again. (laughs) I guess I'm looking for buckets or categories of events or, or things in a new cycle that I should just be Mm -hmm. aware of that. Cause I typically don't pay attention to the news cycle very much at all. And, and Steve and I used to fight about this all the time. He's like, what's your opinion on, Trump's latest thing like well, what did he say like, well, I don't even know I'm, I'm even paying attention to what he's saying um, and so I don't I don't make news cycle stuff typically um, so I would I would put like coronavirus and terrorism and recession and those kinds of events in one bucket where it leads to fear praise on fears praise on anxiety it praise on lack of control um, and, and it causes people to freak out and just watch CNN all day and not. So I can't 
So that's one group. Awesome. That may not be where I'm the leader, but I'm trying to think what are some categories or groups where I could be? Well, I think, you know, stepping away from um, the North American continent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I think you could, in the North American continent, put 9-11 in the same category as um, coronavirus because it was all-encompassing. But just speaking from another part of the world, where obviously 9-11 was, was obviously massively devastating, terrorism, you know, affected us here too. But those things were divisive. Coronavirus is uniting. So coronavirus affects us all equally. We are all, no matter where we live, we could be in Zimbabwe or Tibet or London or Tasmania, and we are all dealing with the same thing day in, day out at the moment. We've all got the same change landscape. We've all got so the same problems, the same fears, but also the same opportunities and the same hopes for the future. And I can't think of another example in history where we have had the capacity, technologically speaking, to unify as a species so collectively, like, like we actually all are experiencing the same bunch of things. So there's not been anything like this. This, this pandemic is in its own box, right? And within that box, there are other boxes like the, com the capacity to connect, um, you know, the technology that we've got that we can use to connect with others, to communicate with our com communities, to, um, to innovate how we run our businesses. Uh, and that, they're the boxes that I see. I see that we've got this big corona box and then within that box, we've got the health box, we've got the, the, the fear box, but we've also got the innovate box and the connection box. And I think that they are really powerful right now. And that, that's where I think as leaders, that's where our attention needs to be focused on the connection and the innovation within the corona box because it's completely different. We've not seen anything like this before. Sure. Um, I guess we haven't seen on this scale. What I'm thinking of mm. is that the thing that the panic that people are feeling, yeah. uh, that anxiety that people are feeling, that uncertainty of where things are going to go and what's next may not have been felt on this scale, but mm. has been felt um, mm. in a recession. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people were, when's yeah. the 2020 recession going to hit? Maybe yeah. it's now. <laughs> <laughs> who knows but like people who sit there and watch the news and look for the recession and wait for it to happen and wonder should i sell my stocks and i guess now the time and just people sit there worry it's still about worrying about the future and mm -hmm. having a sense that you don't have any control over where you're at yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and sure corona is in its own level of uh, definitely scale you mm -hmm. know around the world but that those boxes of insecurity about the future and uncertainty over what's happening right now, um, that doesn't hit me. It's like, mm. those are not the boxes that I check. Mm. And so what I can say is if I did, if, if I was great at, if I was the warrior, like this is, this is a yeah. good Mark Drager time. If I was a warrior mm. of these things, then I'm looking for when's the next recession and when is the next, like, where are people worrying like this? on a big scale and that's your chance to go mm -hmm. in. 
I, I, there's a guy who came, who flew to my studio here in Toronto, who likes to diffuse situations with hugs. So he goes to like where there's big protests and where there's going about to be like a um, altercation between the police and the protests, right? Um, and he'll go and he'll hug. He has free hug T-shirts, and he goes in and he hugs, and he hugs the police, and he hugs the protesters, and he tries to create, you know, uh, calm and happiness. Mm. And and at first he went to issues that he cared about deeply himself. And then he just went to any, like he doesn't care anymore because it's just what he mm. cares about is solving conflict through hugs. Yeah. And so whenever yeah. there's some big, so he was following like the Trump rallies around because there were, Trump had his thing and then people were protesting mm. and right, um, that kind of thing. So, so now he knows who he likes to help, what events are popping up that he can jump in and be, be a leader in. Mm. I'm trying to, I don't know what my bucket is. It's definitely bubbly under the surface. There's lots of people who have anxiety about helping, about disappointing people or about, um, you know, how to handle being an introvert. But what's, what are, I guess, maybe it's a stupid question. I'm just trying to think, what are some events? What are some news cycle things that I should be paying attention to, to say, huh, here is when people like me need to hear the voice so that I can step up and be the hugs guy or be the New Zealand prime minister because now mm. it's, this is really affecting my people and I need mm. to step up. Yeah, I think the things that are happening in the news that you probably could speak to are things like, uh, you know, like politicians now are shouting out, you know, cleaners and, uh, you know, and cleaners and people like that, they usually are working for themselves subcontractors, right? So they're kind of, they're in, entrepreneurs in their own way. Um, you know, all of the people that are doing all of the things that nobody ever pays attention to and are still, you know, delivery drivers, again, usually subcontractors work for themselves. Uh, you know, so there are so many examples at the moment of, of entrepreneurs and small business owners who are frontline workers now at keeping our economies going and keeping our communities going. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I think, I think, you know, what are they overcoming in themselves to keep their businesses afloat during this scary time? And what are they overcoming in themselves, you know, worrying about their own health to keep the community going? You know, we've got politicians here shouting them out as heroes because they are keeping our economy going um, and keeping our hospitals going and all of that stuff. You know, we've got cleaners all over the city here wiping down pedestrian crossing buttons and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, they're keeping our community safe. Mm -hmm. um, I think connecting with those entrepreneurs, those small business owners, those micro business owners and celebrating them, connecting with them, being a voice for, for the business owner that still has all their costs hanging over their head and still has all their dreams just here in front of them um, in a changing landscape. I think connecting with them whether you're celebrating them or whether you're helping them overcome fear or whether you're cheering them on or whether you're wielding a big stick to get them moving, to do more, to be visible online, whatever it is you choose to do, I think connecting with them. And that's the stuff in the news that will probably speak to you and you can speak to it. Ah, oh, look, you don't look convinced, man. You're a hard sell. I mean, maybe the answer is just to look for within. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. instead of looking for an event, look within each event. Um, because I don't know what oh, I'm... Look for the individuals. Think of the individuals, you know? Yeah. Even as you're saying that, this is where the callous part comes out. Like, even as you're saying that, 
I love it. It's amazing. I think entrepreneurs, period, are heroes. And mm. I think even in the best of times, how many people's businesses don't make it and don't continue on and struggle and people doubt themselves and, and they're late on their payments on like that happens regardless of if there's Corona or not. Yeah. Um, so life punches you in the face, right? And then it happens again <laughs> and it's how you choose to react from it. Like for people who are struggling now with, with the Corona in their business, I, I, I get it. I feel it, but there's going to be more. It may not be on this level, but mm. there's going to be a lot more issues that come and, and hit you harder. Like mm. in all honesty, the death of my dog hit me harder than coronavirus. I took a week off of making content when my dog, yeah. my, my yeah. family dog died yeah. than, than this. And maybe that's super selfish, and, but like how it actually hit me on an emotional level my family dog mm. passing away actually made me not be able to show up to work and need, and mm. do what I need to do. But, uh, this is, this is going. Mm. And so like that mindset of I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to show up. I need to show up. Yeah. 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 So whether it's Corona or not, that's why like, I, I, I can celebrate, but I want to celebrate anyway. I want to celebrate them even if they're not doing something in Corona. I think entrepreneurs are heroes period. Yeah, um, yeah, but but I think what I'm saying is I think especially now they need to hear that message. Yeah, especially now they need to hear the message. Oh, maybe it's a little bit like you know, especially now if you've got a a, a bookshop or a butcher shop or a florist shop or whatever your business might be, especially now your community needs to hear from you to know that you're still around and that your doors might be closed, but your plan is to come back. Sure. Yes. So, so, so it's especially now about connecting with your community. That's what's really important because it creates certainty and it creates consistency and it creates rapport and relationship. And what will happen when all of this is over is yeah, my belief is that the businesses that have that have really focused on community and connection, even if they're still doing their normal marketing stuff, but they're connecting with their community in a way that speaks to their community, mm -hmm. uh, they will they will do. I feel that they will do better mm -hmm. because it will be a, it will be about this 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 atmosphere of connection that everyone is craving right now because mm -hmm. we're all isolated. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the key word. It's the connection challenge. All right. I'll stew on it. Yeah, yeah. I'll stew Don't on stew it. On it, just do it. Well, do what? <laughs> to do it. What? Well, you know, I mean, maybe. I'll, I'm not maybe. afraid of doing. I'll go live right now and make, I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I think, I think what would be nice, what would be nice is for you to be, um, you know, to be observant of some of the new stuff, looking for individual stories and looking and not only new stuff, but also social media, community businesses and things like that and shouting out people that are doing a great job um, at staying connected with their communities and keeping their businesses visible and in these, these difficult times. Maybe that's, maybe that's all you need to do to be a leader in this field is to pump up other people's tyres for a while. I don't know. I mean, I love that idea in general. It's, I think of Martin Luther King is that's mostly what he did. I mean, he stood on the front lines sometimes, but most of what he did was just 
share other people's stories. He shone a giant, I mean, he had a giant light, right? And he mm -hmm. shone that light on people and said, look at what these kids are doing in Alabama. Look at what, the, right? He wasn't yeah. doing as much. He was more shining a big light. I love shining a light. Um, corona or not, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I almost feel like you, you're being a bit defiant okay. to, but just because it's Corona, I should almost like, I don't, I don't have to do this now because I do this anyway. And, and I feel like really you need to double down on the things that you do well. Anyway, the things that really connect you to mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. I would, I would encourage you to double down on that right now and really connect, really connect with people and really shine that light on people doing doing awesome things, whether they're doing awesome things or just doing well in keeping their business visible right now. I think it's a great thing that you can be doing. You've got that shining light. You can spotlight people, make a massive in impact to not just whether or not people's businesses do any better than they were, but also mm -hmm. to how people are feeling. Like that would make people feel awesome. That would be a huge gift. Okay. So what do I connect with people best on? Um, Purpose, belief. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so finding purpose-driven entrepreneurs and showcasing what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And hey, right. you've got a book. You could send them a copy of your book even. You know, like there's Yeah, there's I, ways we, I mean, we have. Can... Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've been doing that. I mean, I haven't been, I haven't been shouting mm. it out. It's like, hey, this... Desperate person just got a copy of my book. Enjoy. <laughs> but we've been sending no, out a no, whole no. bunch of signed copies to people. Um, which is awesome. Which is awesome. But yeah. I, I think you have you have this spotlight. You've got a spotlight that yeah other people are envious of, and and I think that it would be a great thing. That might be the thing. That might be where your leadership. All right. Shine. Share the love. Share the even love. All right. We'll see. We'll see what I can do. We'll see what I can do. Give everyone a big fat internet hug. Big fat internet hug. I don't know about that. Big fat internet push. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> see, Start yeah, watching yeah. thought leadership content, guys. Come on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. People don't want to educate themselves right now. They just don't want to. Their brains are a bit full. So my take, my psychological take on what you're seeing with your data Mm -hmm, is that people's mm -hmm. brains are people's brains are full they're just not they're just not yet able i was talking about this yesterday actually about sleep and uh a lot of people are talking about how they're finding it hard to wake up at their normal time mm. and they're beating themselves up about that and mm. i said to people just remember the phase of transition that you're in the psychological phase of transition that you're in your brain your brain is processing a ton of information at the moment every day and you're adjusting to new circumstances you actually need more sleep. Most people need more sleep right now. If that's what your body's telling you, that's what your body mm -hmm. needs right now. Mm -hmm. um, that's not to say you sleep until 11 o'clock every day, but if you need more sleep, you need to give yourself more sleep. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling worried or any of those things, but I'm certainly, I'm having the weirdest dreams every night at the moment. And that's how my brain is processing my worries for me my background noise is coming out in my dreams for other people it's coming out in not being able to absorb more information just now 
So I think we'll reach a, we'll reach a time where that will change. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Mm. It makes sense. Mm. I'm, I, I, I wouldn't have anticipated it, but it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's yeah, where yeah. most people I mean, from, are. From trauma modeling, from trauma modeling, this is what we would expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it makes people's sense. brains are full. Mm-hmm. So be kind, but also push. <laughs> it's okay to push. <laughs> it's yes, for the right people. It's not a mass message. No. But for the right people. Well, it can be. No, well, it can be. It can be a mass message, and you know, it's like it's like that whole thing about about putting content out there sometimes you hear something and it doesn't resonate with you and then you might hear it again in a month's time and it's the perfect time for you to hear that message. Sure. I, th- I think but, people need but, to hear sleep in more, give yourself time to process. This is normal behavior. That's, that's a great kind mass mm-hmm. message um, yeah. that you should deliver, and, Tess. And, <laughs> and I have been. <laughs> And, and then and, you send them to me when they're ready. You're like, let's go. We want to go fast. Come on, team. <laughs> okay. And, and that's, I think you can do both. I think you can do both. I, can, I think you can say, yes, you need to a bit more sleep. Yes, your brain is full. But there's also this nagging voice that you know that you could, you could do more right now. And even if all you do is spend half an hour today yeah. do, doing something, that's a massive step forward in this time of transition. So let's push that go button, even if it's only for half an hour. All right. Okay. Okay. That last two, three sentences is, is sinking in. Little bow on it. I like it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll play with it. I have to record a video for Mark and give him, give him something. So I'll, I'll try to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. watch the replay and mush that together somehow into a message that feels right but yeah cool send it to me send it all right the ad the finished ad yeah why not all right uh sure i might shine a spotlight on it for you oh snap okay you might you might see it popping (laughs) up on your facebook every now and then too i probably will all right awesome well appreciate the love as always tess and and there's a much bigger smile on your face than when you joined as always more energy although we didn't get to see the sunrise this time it's already i guess we've shifted time already now it's not happening anymore no more tomorrow tomorrow daylight savings ends here tomorrow so you go backwards Mm. it's gonna be darker in the morning yeah yeah but i'll still be in the future so i still win all right okay so next 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 call we'll see dark australia (laughs) and the beautiful sunrise as we as we chat no, because behind behind me is sunset, so we won't even see the sunrise. So I'm not in Hobart anymore, Toto. <laughs> oh, where are you? I'm in Melbourne. Right. So you but you saw Australia. Wait, how are you? My sun is setting. How is sun setting for you right now? No, what I'm saying is that's west. That's not east. So where I when I, in my Hobart house, I was okay. But we'll still see the east, dark. Like walking. it'll still be dark, becoming yeah, light. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Appreciate yeah. you, Dr. Tess. Thank you very much. Give my Thank love you for to the Nina. love. I will. Have a great weekend. No you too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you want to see the last time Dr. Tess and I connected and she pushed me to be better, check out the video right there next to me. I think you'll enjoy it. Continue to believe and I'll see you there.